the twenty-fifth day of the month. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me. John 17, verses 20 through 23. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Ephesians 4, verses 4 through 6. For the next four days, we consider in turn four characteristics of the church set forth in the Nicene Creed. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Today, we pray for the unity of Christ's church. In the face of the practical realities that the world can plainly see, it seems absurd to affirm that the church is one. The body of Christ on earth suffers more divisions than we can count. Just when it seems that one fracture has been mended, another erupts. Taken together, our disagreements cause the world confusion at best, and at worst, scorn mixed with laughter. Therefore, prayer for the unity of the church is an urgent task for all Christians, and in our praying, surely we must ask, what have we and the congregations of our heritage contributed to the disruption of unity? What have we contributed to mutual understanding and progress toward unity? Opening Prayer As you are one, O God, make the people of your new covenant one. Help us to distinguish between what you deem to be essential and what we find to be merely convenient and comfortable. Strengthen us for the hard work of overcoming differences we have wrongly held and cherished for generations disagreements that undermine our efforts to share the gospel message of reconciliation. Bind up the wounds of your church and make it truly one body, through Christ who is its head. Amen. Psalm 133 How wonderful, how beautiful, when brothers and sisters get along. It's like costly anointing oil flowing down head and beard, flowing down Aaron's beard, flowing down the collar of his priestly robes. It's like the dew on Mount Hermon, flowing down the slopes of Zion. Yes, that's where God commands the blessing, ordains eternal life. From the book of Job, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, And Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From roaming about on the earth and walking around on it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man fearing God and turning away from evil, and he still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin. Yes, all that a man has he will give for his life. However, put forth your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh. He will curse you to your face. So the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your power. Only spare his life. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. And he took a potsherd 
to scrape himself while he was sitting among the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and not accept adversity? In all this Job did not sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this adversity that had come upon him, they came each one from his own place, Eliphaz the Timonite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite. And they made an appointment together to come to sympathize with him and comfort him. When they lifted up their eyes at a distance and did not recognize him, they raised their voices and wept. And each of them tore his robe and threw dust over their heads toward the sky. Then they sat down on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights, with no one speaking a word to him, for they saw that his pain was very great. From the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. Now Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters from him to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, both men and women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he was traveling, it happened that he was approaching Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and it will be told you what you must do. The men who traveled with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. And leading him by the hand, they brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. From the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 28 through 40. Therefore they said to him, What shall we do, so that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to them, what then do you do for a sign, so that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the man in the wilderness, as it is written, He gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, It is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of him who sent me, that all of that he has given me I lose nothing, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that every one who beholds the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, 
The flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. A Celtic Prayer for Spiritual Concentration God, help my thoughts. They stray from me, setting off on the wildest journeys. When I am in church, they run off like naughty children, quarreling and making trouble. When I read the Bible... They fly to a distant city filled with imaginations and temptations. My thoughts can cross an ocean with a single leap. They can fly from earth to heaven and back again in a single second. They come to me for a fleeting moment, and then away they fly. No chains, no locks can hold them back. No threats of punishment can restrain them. No hiss of a lash can frighten them. They slip from my grasp like tails of eels, They swoop hither and thither like swallows in flight. Dear Holy Christ, who can see into every heart and read every mind, take hold of my thoughts, bring my thoughts back to me, and clasp me to yourself. Amen. A Prayer of St. Francis of Assisi Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.